Hello out there, science nerds. You're listening to Evolving with Mr. V, a weekly podcast that covers the week that was in AP dual credit biology and much more. I'm your host, Mr. Oscar Velasquez, your master of the biological arts. And this is officially episode 28, week 28 of the 2019-2020 school year. In this week's podcast, we will recap the week of March 23rd through March 27th, the second week of the COVID-19 lockout and our first week of distance learning. In this week's second segment, I'll discuss this week's upcoming quiz on Friday and the assignments due on Sunday in a segment I'm calling, Hey, What's Due? Plus, I'll also announce the winner of the Oscar Award for Best Mitosis Clamation. So stay tuned. And in our final segment, we bring back to the podcast, Five Questions with Mr. V, where I'll interview some special guests and ask five questions to get to know our guests just a little bit better. And this week, it's an interview recorded earlier this year of two pretty remarkable students. Now, before we begin the podcast, we need to hear from our sponsor in a segment I call, Mr. V Needs a Brand New Car. This episode is brought to you by Adaptations. Hey, are you struggling to be successful? Do you find yourself watching others surpass you in all aspects of life? Do you feel you just don't have great fitness? Well, put those potato chips down, you waste of space, and get adaptations. That's right, adaptations. Get those traits that will give you an edge in your environment, helping you get those resources and helping you be successful and survive. And remember, if you survive, your ultimate reward is to reproduce. Humana, humana. So stop letting other individuals evolve around you and get adaptations and start attracting those mates and succeeding in your environment. And no worries if you want variation. Adaptations come in three categories, structural, physiological, and behavioral. Side effects of adaptations are feeling superior to others, drastic changes to physical appearance, sudden urge to eat pandas, flatulence, explosive diarrhea, and evolution. And we're back. So let's go ahead and hit that rewind button and review the week that was in AP Dual Credit Biology. So let's recap our first week of distance learning where we covered genetic linkage maps and started our journey into the world of evolution. But let's begin with genetic linkage maps first, where you are usually given a table of genes found on a chromosome with recombination frequencies between these various genes on that chromosome. Now, the key things to remember when constructing a genetic linkage map is the greater the recombination frequency, the greater the distance the genes are away from each other. And the closer the genes are to each other, the more likely they will be linked together and inherited together. Now, remember, it's always best to draw the genetic linkage map with the given information in the recombination chart to visualize the distances between the genes in a chromosome. So that was our first concept that we learned and explored during the week. Afterwards, we started our journey into evolution by natural selection, where we discussed a lot about the man with the plan, Charles Darwin. Now, the key points to take home from this discussion is how Darwin's explanation of evolution, called natural selection, is our best explanation of how life changes over time, backed by observations, physical evidence, and now genetic evidence, DNA, protein sequences, a lot of our genetic data now supports his idea of natural selection. 
So let's review Darwin's idea of natural selection that states that in any population, there will always be variation. In other words, differences in a population. And some variations just might be better than others, giving that individual a better chance of survival. Maybe it's a better ability to get some food or possibly to avoid some predators. And if they survive, their ultimate reward is reproduction, in which now they're going to be able to pass down that variation that helped them survive they're going to be able to pass it down to their offspring, giving them a better chance of survival. We can paraphrase this into a simple phrase, survival of the fittest, where fittest or fitness is how well an organism or individual survives, but more important, how well it reproduces. So in other words, differential survival and reproduction is what is usually seen in populations of species of life. Now, what are these variations that allow some organisms, some individuals to have better survival and reproduction? Well, they're called adaptations, traits, characteristics that gives an organism an edge, a better chance of surviving and reproducing in an environment. Now, there are three types of adaptations. One, structural adaptations, like thorns, camouflage, mimicry, something usually on the outside. We have two, physiological adaptations, like venom in snakes or spiders, antibiotic resistance, pesticide resistance, something more internal. And then three, behavioral adaptations, like hibernation or migration of animals, you know, a behavior that changes. So all these adaptations will allow individuals in a species or population to survive and reproduce. One last topic of the week was looking at evidence for evolution and natural selection. And this is what makes Darwin's explanation of natural selection a strong, concrete theory. The evidence we have besides observations are the fossil record, the anatomical record, which includes homologous structures, analogous structures, vestigial structures, and embryology. And our strongest and newest evidence is number three, our genetic record, comparing DNA and protein sequences between populations and species. All these pieces of evidence demonstrate Darwin's idea that there is unity in life and the idea of descent with modification. So that recaps the week's concepts. Now, let's quickly run down the assignments and activities that were due, in which there were a total of four assignments due this first week of distance learning. First, we had the Khan Academy lessons over genetic linkage and evolution by natural selection. Second, we had the genetic linkage problem set. And third, we had our evolution problem set. And finally, our fourth assignment was the Edmodo online quiz over genetic linkage and evolution, which was assigned and due on Friday. Now, if you have yet to turn these in or take the quiz, you are behind. Are you crazy? Make sure to turn them in as soon as possible and reach out if you haven't taken the quiz. You know, stop trying to ghost me. And that, my AP colleagues, was the first week that was of distance learning. And now for our second segment called, Hey, what's due this week? Well, hopefully you're keeping up with the agendas on Enmodo and Instagram and the activities as well. Let's run down what you will turn in this second week of our distance learning. 
First, on Friday, we will have our second Edmodo online quiz over microevolution. There will be a morning version from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and an afternoon version from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. Now, you only need to take it once, either in the morning or after school, whichever time suits you best. And guys, let's try to maintain an honesty code of ethics. No cheating. Don't, don't. Now, the two other activities, the microevolution Hardy Weinberg problem set and the evolution of skin color reading and questions are both due by Sunday before midnight. You will turn it in just like week one by taking a picture or scanning your activities and then attaching it to the proper Edmodo post. However, this time the window will open on Sunday morning, 9 a.m. and close at midnight. So you'll have one day to turn in your assignments. Now, one last assignment due on Friday by midnight are the Khan Academy lessons. So make sure you log in and complete those assigned articles, videos, and practice problems in Khan Academy. This just in, a special message from the Academy of Science Videos and Movies. It looks like we're ready to announce the winner for Best Mitosis Clamation Video. First, let's review the nominees. So the nominees, once again, are going to be for first period, we have Doodle Bob Adventure by David M. and Giovanni C. Second period, we have Toy Story Mitosis by Alessandra A. and Lauren H. Third period, we have 8-Bit Mitosis by Lisa M. Sixth period, we have Candyland Mitosis by Zia, K. and Rhea S. Seventh period, we have TikTok Mitosis by Kendall C. and Parker M. And eighth period, we have Cell Division Recipe by Mia K. And we have two at-large additional nominees. Frozen Mitosis by Megan M and Powerpuff Mitosis by Helena J. So first, let's go ahead and announce the runner-up for the Oscar Award for Best Mitosis Clamation. And the runner-up is... Toy Story Mitosis by Alessandra A and Lauren H. Congratulations, great job for being the runner-up. And now for the moment that you have been waiting for, the winner of the Oscar award for best mitosis clamation video goes to 8-Bit Mitosis by Lisa M. Congratulations, your name will echo in eternity in E211. Guys, great job. I want to congratulate all the nominees and the runner-up for their great effort and videos. Once again, congratulations. And now for our final segment, Five Questions with Mr. V, where in this episode, I'll drop an interview recorded earlier this year. So let's get to know our guests, two remarkable students, both in choir and recently in the Wizard of Oz play. Welcome, Madison Callan and Livia Peterson. So welcome to Five Questions with Mr. V. And today, a first for the podcast and this segment, an interview with two guests, two outstanding students that together make a decent human being. Welcome, Livia, super out loud laugh, Peterson, and Madison, <sighs> Callan. Uh, can you guys tell the audience a little bit about yourselves before we begin? 
Yes, hi, I'm Livia Peterson. I'm a junior and I'm an AP bio and choir and theater. And I'm Madison and I'm a senior and I'm also an AP bio and choir and theater. Well, excellent. Okay, guys, so are you ready for your first question? Yes. Okay, so your first question is, I noticed that you guys are pretty good friends. So I want to know, how did you guys meet? When and how did you guys become good friends? So we met two years ago in the play Noises Off here at Johnson, and we were both understudies for roles. So we sat in the back of the auditorium at rehearsal and ate snacks and did nothing the entire time. <laughs> and we became close in this bio class. We, we knew each other for the past years, but we became extra close in this class and we, we laugh a lot. <laughs> yes, I noticed you guys do have a good rapport in a period. Uh, like I mentioned in the beginning, you guys are high-achieving students. Uh, what drives you guys to be such uh, great A students? Is it something innate that you just want to do really well? Or is it something that you learn from your parents? Or is it something that your parents pressure you that, oh, if you don't bring good grades, you know, I'm, I'm going to kill you. Maybe not well, that drastic, though. not that drastic, but um, I just have a lot of influence in my family and they want me to do the best I can. So I'd rather be like challenged than be bored in class. So I take these um, challenging classes to just better myself and prepare myself for adulthood. And for me, it is what's expected and it's always been, but I guess that's sort of made me want to take hard classes and get good grades because it's sort of just how I get my satisfaction. Um, okay, so our next question, and this is a question that uh, might be a little controversial for you guys. Um, I believe both of you guys are in choir. That's been yes. mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, is your favorite movie Pitch Perfect? Well, it's nice of you to stereotype choir kids, but I'm not actually a big fan. There's a bunch of auto-tune in it, so... But I'm actually in Pitch Perfect, too. I'm actually in one of the scenes. and Get I'm in the out. trailer, yeah. I'm in it, Um, but I'm not a big fan. So just the trailer, not the movie? No, I'm in the movie, too. What part? When... Bad Amy rips her pants. <laughs> yes, I, I remember. So you're somewhere in the background? I have the audience that I get my eyes covered. <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, so, okay, Pitch Perfect's not your favorite movie. Uh, but being choir, you know, you guys like music. What would, what would you say is your favorite musical or movie that has a lot of music in it? Well, my favorite musical is Phantom of the Opera because the singing is great and the story is just really cool and unique. It's not what's expected. Um, I really love The Waitress. It's not a really popular one, but like the music is so good. And it's like, it's not like something that is super um, tied to the, I don't even know what I'm going to say. It's not tied to what mainstream culture because a lot of people aren't familiar no, with the movie the Waitress. No, the music's really, really good, and um, I jammed to it in my car. <laughs> you jammed to it. Well, guys, uh, both of you are wrong. The best musical is Grease, followed by Moulin Rouge. Okay, yeah, so next no. question. <laughs> um, okay, so okay, so in your high school career, I know Madison, you're a junior, and Livia, I mean, no, Madison, I'm sorry, Madison, I know you are a senior, and Livia, are you a junior, yes, right? Yes, I am. Uh, so Madison, you're almost going to graduate, so this is a question more for you. Uh, what's been your favorite memory here at Johnson? Um, or you have no good memories? Everything <laughs> no, has been I, awful No, it Johnson. hasn't all been awful. But one really good memory from this year is before, well, it was in first semester, um, before seventh period, Livy and I would walk <laughs> through the hallways in front of Mr. V's door, and we would say, like, the end of a story, 
and we would try to make him laugh every day, but now we can't do that anymore because I have a different class seventh period. Oh, sadly. Yes, yes. I would remember you guys finishing those stories in the most inappropriate ways sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, excellent. So, uh, Livia, I know you're not a senior yet, but do you have a favorite memory so far here at Johnson? Well, freshman year, it had snowed for the first time in a while, and I just remember everybody going crazy, and it proved that we were all Texans, and we even skipped, like, they canceled school one day and it was not even snowing it was ridiculous but it was a lot of fun yes i actually remember that day as well i think that day it ended up getting as high as 60 degrees <laughs> all the snow melted within <laughs> the afternoon um okay so this will be your final question a surprise question okay so you guys are now really good friends um and i want to see what would happen what can i do to crush this friendship um Guys, what would happen if both of you suddenly liked the same boy? Let's say both of you end up liking the same boy. What would happen? Would you guys, A, you both want to date him. So would you, A, would you rock, paper, scissors to figure out who's going to try to date this boy? Would you, B, decide, you know what? Neither one of us will date him and because we want to remain good friends. Uh, do you, C, do you become enemies and do you fight for this boy? Or do you, D, use science to clone him so you could have two boys that you could both date? Um, well, by then, that wouldn't be very a very special boy if there were two of them. <laughs> but honestly, the boys wouldn't be that amazing to have me break off my friendship with Madison. So I choose B. B, so excellent. What about you? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably choose B. B as well. After a long period of fighting, maybe? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, probably. Okay, well, excellent. Well, guys, uh, a last couple questions before we end our interview. Um, guys, crock with socks. Awful fashion choice, correct? Yeah, it's It depends. That. Like a road trip? Sure. Cool. Not to school. Not no. School. Exactly, not, not to, school. to school. I actually have a pin on my backpack that has Crocs with socks. Uh, I might have to give you it. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> you can put it right in the trash. <laughs> and then last thing, uh, Mr. V, great teacher or the greatest teacher? The greatest. And that's how we will end the podcast. Once again, thank you for coming on the podcast, Livia and Madison. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> Once again, thank you, Livia and Madison, for taking time out of your busy schedule to answer five questions with Mr. V. Now, a couple of reminders for the week. Please keep checking your Edmodo email and course Instagram for the latest news and updates. Please also reach out if you're having any issues or concerns about distance learning. And remember, you can always request tutoring through Zoom, either individually or possibly in a small group. And guys, a favor to ask. Guys, reach out to your fellow colleagues, friends that are in AP Dual Credit Biology and make sure they're active. Make sure they're participating participating and actually being active in the course. Well, that brings us to an end of episode 28, week 28 of Evolving with Mr. V. I hope you found this podcast informative and somewhat entertaining. I want to thank Free Music Archive and Sound Bible for the music and sound effects on the podcast. This podcast was written, produced, and recorded by Velasquez Productions. Once again, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast on your podcast listening platform. Feel free to email me at ovelas at 
nisd.net with any comments or feedback. Also, don't forget to follow the podcast on the new Instagram page called Evolving with Mr. V and help me get that verified status. Well, this is your host, Mr. Oscar Velasquez, your master of the biological arts, signing off and reminding you to please, please, for your professor's sake, wash your hands and wash them for at least 20 seconds. At the next motel, found ourselves in the woods.